Hello and welcome to Tommy Talks, the weekly podcast bringing you inside St. Thomas Athletics, where we'll get to know those who wear the purple and gray. Season two continues with Alex Balfour, a defender for the Tommy women's soccer team. She talks about being on the team that got the first Division I win for the university, how coming to St. Thomas was about more than sports, and maybe a hot take on her favorite Harry Potter movie. You can subscribe to Tommy Talks wherever you get your podcasts, and if you love it, please give us a five-star rating. Now, here's our conversation with Alex Balfour on another edition of Tommy Talks. Alex, let's start with the biggest decision you had to make when you were leaving high school. Why St. Thomas? Why did you end up becoming a Tommy? Why did I end up becoming a Tommy? Um, Well, for soccer recruiting, and some rules have changed since, like coaches can't reach out to um, like younger athletes as early as they used to be able to. But it starts really early, or at least it used to for me. So that was like a pretty confusing process since I was so young and didn't really know what I wanted. Um, so that was like a big, I was kind of looking everywhere, like all divisions across the country, didn't know what I wanted. Um, really didn't think I wanted to stay in Minnesota. And then my mom, like before, gosh, it must've been right before senior year in the summer was like, well, just tour St. Thomas, like, why not? And I was like, fine. <laughs> right. And the most 17 year old yes, voice ever. I, right? And especially because she thought I would like it. I was like, I know I'm not going to like this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I toured it and just, I'd never seen it before. And it was so pretty and I was so surprised. And then I really liked the coaches and I was just like, Oh, this actually seems like a really good fit. Like a lot of the other schools I was looking at, I was like, I don't really know why anyone would want to go here if they didn't play a sport. <laughs> But, I mean, at St. Thomas, there's just so much else besides the sport, and that's what I was looking for, too. So it just made sense. And it was right in this, like, it's right next to the city or to, you know, downtown, and it's just a really cute area. So Yeah, and St. Louis Park is where you're from, right? Yep, from so, St. Louis so Park. So just a hop, skip, and a jump yep, for you. Yep, just. And so did you know you wanted to be an econ major when you first started looking? Um, No. no. <laughs> I, yeah. I, so, yeah, I'm an econ major I had taken like one econ class my freshman year of high school and half the year was civics and half the year was econ so it wasn't even that long um but I really liked it and I didn't know what I wanted to do and I didn't think I wanted I had ruled out enough things but I wasn't sure if I wanted to follow the business path um just because I just wanted to explore a little more and there's like so many core classes you need to take for business so I just started I was like okay I'll try econ and then I ended up really liking it and stuck with it (laughs) yeah but we'll get back to the econ in Mm -hmm. just a little bit let's go back to the uh to the pitch if you will yeah uh you were a d3 all-american in 2019 (laughs) what did that mean to you oh my gosh well I mean obviously it was great (laughs) right I um no, I mean, gosh, that feels like so long ago now. It was a long time <laughs> but, ago. But, yeah, I I was really honored. That was, like, the best season ever. I mean, by the time we got to the NCAAs, it was just, like, every game meant something, you know? So it was just such a battle. And, like, that, those past, the past, like, few weeks at the end of that season were, like, some of like the highlights of my whole like college soccer I just remember walking around I was like oh my gosh I'm so hyped right now all the time and then to be able to be recognized for that was just like just super surreal and I ended up getting to go to um, DC where they do like their 
ceremony for all the All-Americans, and that was really cool. I'd never been out there before. So, yeah. yeah. D.C. is really cool. I had not been until maybe five or six years yeah. ago. And I wish I would have gone there earlier. It's so awesome. Yeah. Did you have a favorite thing about D.C.? Did you get to tour the mall and check it all out? The Yeah. I We were – I mean, the museums were just super cool, and yeah. I'd always wanted to go, and oh my gosh, I can't even remember what some of them are called, but some of the historical museums that we went to. So that was probably my highlight. Yeah. And the food was great. <laughs> right. So you love food, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about food, because we were talking before the podcast started about how you had a bagel this morning, and you loved that. Yeah. Um, do you, are you just an adventurous eater, like you're up to try anything, or do you have a, like a certain type of food that you like? I like a lot of food, and I'm pretty, um, I don't know, I'm not very, I wouldn't say I'm that picky, and people are good at, I don't know, some people are better <laughs> than others at, like, rating food, but I just am like, oh, that was good, like, I just kind of <laughs> like everything, um, but yeah, I guess some things I, the only thing I really avoid is, like, fish, or if I were to go, maybe if I was going to a different country and i don't think i would want to eat any like bugs or anything but yeah, yeah. I, I think avoiding bugs is usually yeah. a good plan yeah. but no fish even though growing up in minnesota with all of these yeah. lakes like fish is pretty abundant here yeah i'm getting better with the fish but yeah no i like sushi um that is fish yeah yeah just yeah with a bunch of other stuff but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm working on i'm working on the seafood uh, sushi with the wasabi or do you taste the sushi first because i think chefs get offended if you just dunk it immediately in soy sauce and wasabi i don't really like using the soy sauce or wasabi okay and I, I don't i'm not good with spice so that is very is. minnesotan of you <laughs> yeah. yeah um so let's go back now to again we go back to the pitch 2019 mm -hmm. happens you have this great year and then it kind of gets wonky for a couple yeah. of years, right? COVID in 2020, then you fight through some injuries in 2021. Yeah. It must have been a struggle going through those two seasons. Yeah. I mean, like you said, just coming off of such like a season high. And then I just remember we we're like, next year we're winning this thing or we're getting further. And I knew we could because um, I knew we were just going to get even better. And then for that to just get like, whew. Wiped out, so, yeah. Yeah, the rug pulled out. That was, yeah, I mean, COVID was hard. I feel like there, it was hard to stay motivated because you just weren't sure what was going to happen and, like, when we were going to be able to play again. And then when we do play, you know, we had to wear masks. And our first, I remember our first game of the season got canceled because there was a COVID outbreak on the other team. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, are we even going <laughs> to play any games? But right. Yeah, we ended up getting like I think six in, and which I'm really grateful for. But yeah, that was just—it's just weird, a weird year. It was a really weird year, and like on the field, off the field, in mm -hmm. all aspects. So then, when 2021 came along, you had to feel like finally mm -hmm. a little bit of normalcy, and you're getting closer to yeah. things being back to normal. But then. All of a sudden, you get injured. Right. And that was really frustrating because I'd actually I'd sprained my ACL in the spring of 2020 in one of our last games. So I didn't miss much of that season, but I spent, you know, the whole summer rehabbing and I was like felt stronger and faster and just more in shape than I probably ever had and was super excited. And for the first, you know, month or so, I felt great and felt like I was playing like my best soccer I've ever played. Um, and then 
I don't even know <laughs> what happened. All of a sudden, my body just like broke down and I couldn't get it back. <laughs> like it was really bizarre. Did you know that you would be coming back this year then or when you had the injuries that made coming back for 2022 yeah. more? That after I got hurt, um, it was it was hard too because it was it was like, well, I had strained my quad and then hurt my other quad and then it was just like my whole body felt so out of whack and I couldn't really describe it and then some days it would be okay but then a few days later I would like pull it again so I was like hobbling around like using one of my legs if I even could play so it was just really it was a little like demoralizing and I just didn't really want to go out on that note so originally I didn't have any intentions of staying another year and then after that happened I was just kind of like why not like I don't like, I felt so good at the beginning. I just wanted that back and to have a chance for, like, one more season. We should mention to people who don't know that Alex is a grad student. So you decide to come back for that. Uh, well, let's go stay with 2021 for a minute. Um, what did it mean to you and to the team to be the first team to get a D1 win for St. Thomas? It was awesome. That was – it was – not only were we the first team to get the – like, the first win, but – we were the first team to get on campus. We were the first team to have the first game, have the first goal. So to have all of those firsts, um, and you just knew like people were watching. And the first game that we held here, we had a record amount of people come. Um, so it was just really like exhilarating. And then when we got the first win, yeah, it just felt. It was just really cool to be like the start of it all, and you could just tell that people were really excited about yeah the transition and supporting. St. Thomas and us. That's a big deal, getting that first division one win. I mean, everybody had their eyes on that. But now that you had a team or a year at division one, how are the expectations different for you and for the team going into this season? Well, we had – it's funny. You asked because just yesterday we talked about what our goals were. We had a team meeting, and we're just like, how are we going to adjust our goals? And it's kind of a weird thing because – you know, last year we had no expectations for it. Like we weren't really supposed to win any game, right? you know? So just winning the game was like, we just want to, you know, piss people off <laughs> and, and beat them um, when they're not expecting it. So that was just the whole, and that was kind of the fun of it was just when you would play a team and they would just get really frustrated because we played them way closer than they ever expected. Um, but this year we have to, we want to take that a step up. Like now there are expectations and I think that, um, you know, we need to be realistic and that it's only our second year, but I think like we have a lot of talent on our team and we're building off of last year. And so we, we just had a meeting yesterday about like, okay, what are these new goals? And like, cause you, we don't have any, you know, there's no like history to back it up. So we kind of have to just set them ourselves. Like, do we want to win like twice as much as we did last year in place in this and that? And we just kind of decided on a team. And I think that was a good way for us to kind of grasp like what we wanted to accomplish this season. Can you share some of those goals with us or (laughs) do you want to keep them in the locker room? Well, we'll probably keep most of them in the locker room, but I guess uh, just some of the basics to, you know, like, improve our oh my gosh and I'm not going to be able to remember the technical words but like the goals for and against like we want to close that gap and we want to place higher than we did in the conference than we did last year um and I mean now there's no overtime but we had some frustrating losses in 
like double overtimes in like the last minute of a half or something and we're like how we need to be able to end a half strong you know and that was another goal we had so yeah no overtimes this year that is a change in Mm -hmm. the regular season there will be overtimes in the postseason how do you feel about that (laughs) <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> overtime didn't do us. And when we were D3, overtime helped us a, a lot. We just, for some reason, could not get the ball in the back of the net during regular play, even though we would be dominating a team. Um, so we were always winning in overtime in D3, and I loved it. And that <laughs> D1, different story. We didn't, we didn't win in overtime. We probably had, like, three or four frustrating losses in, like, at the very end of double OT yeah. or something. So to know that's not <laughs> an option, maybe it'll be better for us. <laughs> Was there a point last year where the team and, and you as well felt like, oh, we can compete at this D1 level. Like, we aren't just a D3 team trying our darndest. Yeah. We belong out here. Yeah, totally. I think, you know, we felt that almost right away. And then I specifically, there was a few games where we just, like, played lights out. Even though we lost, I remember we went to Idaho and played Idaho. And I, I would think that might have been our best game of the season. And we lost to them within, like, 30 seconds of double overtime. And they're, like... Uh, they were, I think, ranked out in the West and, you know, a decent team and they were very good. So just to know, like, we could play with them, I just remember that game really sticking out to me. But then there was a few others in the conference, like, we only, you know, we kept Denver and Omaha, who were both top three teams in the Summit League. Um, they only beat us by a goal and stuff like that. So there were just times where it's like, we seem to perform when we had tough opponents to play against and so I think that those were like we were all like oh my gosh yeah we can do this was that tough to switch that mentality from you you talked about uh, 2019 where you guys make it to the postseason and you're out there and you have that killer instinct right Mm -hmm. and you expect to win to switching that mentality to okay but we didn't win but at least we played well yeah (laughs) was that tough tough to do yeah I think yeah, like you said, I mean, we really dominated at D3, and I had come to St. Thomas from a team that dominated in Minnesota, so it was like, and I'm sure, as for many other people, they're not used to being on teams that lose a lot, so um, it was, and I think, I will say, I think our team did a good job of recognizing that and our coaching staff, like, from the beginning, and talk about how that's a shift that we need to make in our brains because we're not going to be winning. And if we like all the time, and if we get too down on ourselves about it, like this is going to be a tough season. So it was, how do we reshape that goal? And like I said, how do we just like piss teams off? And we really did piss some teams off, even if we didn't beat them. <laughs> so right. you guys were like gnats, right? Yeah. It just would not go away. And, yeah. Yeah. Surprise <laughs> them. It, it seems like soccer and I've heard coach talk about this and I've heard some other players talk about it. The team mentality mm-hmm. is super important. You guys have some unique ways that you kind of do that. Can you tell us some of those ways where you emphasize the team? Yeah, we do. Yeah, like you said, that's a huge – it's a huge focus on our team. That was another reason I really liked St. Thomas and was drawn to it and then really enjoyed my first two years. Um, We do a ton of team bonding. So, yeah, for instance, like we all come back to the dorms, and we started that with D1 just because we have so many new players. It was like the first two weeks are in the dorms, and that's team time. You know, um, and so we do a lot of little activities during, you know, 
during the dorms and for instance every year we do music videos that's always a blast um but on top of that a lot of our just meetings we'll have um really just revolve around like you know our growth and like how we see that and our team and like personally and um we'll do some like a decent amount of journaling and stuff like that so I think yeah we just do a really good job of that and the journaling is that something that you share with other teammates or is it just to get your mind straight it's um mostly yeah just personal but sometimes she'll ask and we'll share but yeah really just to get to get our mind straight and I want to know about the music videos. <laughs> okay, are these original songs or are these no. <laughs> you guys have created dances to songs that you like? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, we do <laughs> every year, you know, we get split into like four or five teams. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, we do music videos. So, but we choose a song. This year, there's actually a theme. We had to choose a song from a musical. Okay, what's your song? My music video do group is doing Greece. Okay. So we did um, s- Summer Nights. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> d- did you know anything about that movie before? Oh, yeah. I loved Greece, and then Olivia Newton-John just passed away last yeah. week, so that was pretty sad. So um, that's your ode to her. Yeah. We did a little ode. So yeah. did you um, find a car to sing in? I, I don't know much <laughs> about Greece, but I just know yeah. there's that one scene where they're the, driving the in a car, right? The Grease Lightning, and then when they drive away, yeah. We didn't do either of those songs. This okay. was It was actually a good song for us because it takes place on campus, and we use the bleachers and stuff. So Nice. Yeah, and there's boy and girl elements, so we had some costume changes excellent <laughs> not yeah so <laughs> so who choreographed all of this so we i mean and every music video is different but we basically just redid you know all shot for shot what they were doing in the movie okay yeah so wow and then edited it all together yep who's the video genius so mariah Nyujin on yeah. our team, she um she volunteered to do the editing, but yeah, yeah. sometimes it's a little tough to find someone, but <laughs> but she, she wanted to, so yeah, yeah. Thank goodness for Mariah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that sounds like fun and mm-hmm. uh, good luck. So, is it a competition? Like whoever has the best mm-hmm. video wins. Yeah, we do voting, and there's pr- like snacks and pr- prizes and stuff. So. Yeah. Oh, well, that it's, sounds like a lot legit. of fun. It's legit. It gets pretty competitive. <laughs> I bet a bunch yeah. of athletes competing always gets yes. a little competitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about, um, being a grad student. You weren't sure you're going to come back. Now you do come back. Uh, and here you are as a grad student on a roster that's predominantly freshmen and sophomores. Yeah. What's that like for you? (laughs) It's so, it's interesting. (laughs) I knew it was going to be too. Um, and yeah, I love my, my team. So it's totally okay. And I've always... I think even last year we just got used to hanging out with younger people because we have so many incoming freshmen and it's just like always a blast no matter what group of people I'm with and that's the thing that I really love about our team like we talked about like our chemistry and our culture um so it is just kind of funny because I'm like I I don't know like I'll get called like the grandma on yes. the team and <laughs> and you're what 23 I'm 23 but you yeah. know I have to do my extra stretching after and they're like oh is that what you do when you're fifth year and stuff like that that's um, so funny so yeah it's pretty funny like yeah. what, I think we make a good some good jokes out of it <laughs> I mean so the incoming freshmen are there any is there anybody 17 they're probably all 18. so 
all of them are 18. I asked that question because yeah. I was like, this, I can't even imagine <laughs> <laughs> one of you guys being 17 right now. That feels like a yeah. decade ago in my life. But, but five <laughs> years is not that big no. of a difference. No. And so, you, yeah, and you notice yeah. that. And like I said, our team is so, like, it doesn't really matter what group of people are together. We're always having a good time. So, um, so I am not 23. Yeah. I can tell you that much. But um, I remember I was talking to a young kid, 14, maybe 13, 14, and they were making fun of me and this other guy. We were stretching after doing something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you guys make noises when you stretch. You're like, yeah, well, just wait. Because <laughs> I was that little kid once making fun of the old people who right. made noises as they <laughs> exactly. stretch. They don't realize how quick it's coming. That's right. <laughs> it catches up to everybody. Nobody escapes it. No. You're going to make noises when you stretch, whether <laughs> you want to or not. Uh, econ major, what do you want to do with that? And are you studying, growing that in your grad studies or moving on to to something else? Yeah, so I know it says I'm a grad student, but I'm actually just finishing up my major and taking a couple extra classes. Um, So I'm not... I don't know what I want to do, but I'm really looking forward to this semester because I'm taking less classes, and so I'll just have a lot more time for job searching and whatnot. I had an internship this summer um, that I really liked. Um, My goal, so I'm a public policy econ major, and I want to work with public policy. (laughs) So, um, you know, I know after midterms, there's going to be a lot of changes um, in Minnesota, and that's about when I'm wrapping up my classes, so... Hopefully, I'll be able to find some work in that. But, yeah, I think that I would like to just stay local and really just get some hands-on. So, public policy is that and econ, is that like what how people are trying to figure out how to avoid the recession that could be coming? Yeah. Or is it more of how um, economics impact the world around us and our, the community around us? Yeah, um, it's both. I mean, it's like, for instance, I did I did an undergraduate research product, project on public health insurance, and I did a statistical analysis on its effects on like certain different aspects of poverty in the United States. And um, so it's really just like, yeah, I think I have a few, you know, specific areas that I'm really interested in. And then it's like, how can we keep improving? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have any ideas to avoid the recession? <laughs> no, I'm only 23. <laughs> I'm just See, yeah, right. They make you're a grandma, though. Yeah, I know. You yeah, should have some 20. ideas. Grandmas yeah. have ideas. Um, you, we talked about this a little bit. You love food. You like mm-hmm. to eat. Uh, do you like to cook as well? I'm getting better at cooking. I think my mom would laugh if she heard me say that. But <laughs> Well, like now you can do like a grilled cheese. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, over COVID, I started, um, I started using Pinterest. I don't know if you use that much, but they have a lot of good recipes on there. Yeah. So I started like working on my meal prepping just because I have more free time and I've been able to stick with that yeah. a lot better. So what's your go-to recipe? Oh, <sighs> Um, I don't know. <laughs> like, you make you gotta yeah. impress somebody. You I'm, gotta make a meal. What are you making? Oh my gosh, yeah, I don't really like to cook for people. It scares me. My mom's <laughs> giving me some good like salmon recipes. I know I said I didn't love fish, but yeah. I like salmon. Um, and sushi. So and sushi. Yeah. You so might like fish more I than might, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just the other seafoods. Like I'm kind of scared to try some of the like. Well, let's be honest. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, like a lobster and a crab. Those are kind of yeah. scary looking things, yeah. and then they come on your plate. Like they look, 
Like, I don't want to see my food's eyes. Yeah, no. Just personal thing. That, me too. I, I understand. totally get that. Yeah. yeah. But you saw salmon recipes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, this is... <laughs> Yeah, I might not have. I've been, you know, working on my pasta, my pasta game. I found some pretty good pasta yeah. recipes. Okay. Just mostly like red sauce. Yeah. Sausage, whatever. But just putting a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah. Well, ironically, you can screw a pasta. Yeah. I know. I found out. But uh, that's good. If yeah. you can do it well, that's you can do it well. Me and my friends usually make if we're going to be. Like yeah. cooking together. Good. And your carbo loading, all exactly. of the good things, right? Exactly. Uh, what else do you like to do for fun? Um, You know, I'm pretty extroverted, so I love seeing my friends. Um, It's a hard thing now. A lot of my friends have moved since mm-hmm. graduation, <laughs> so I've been dealing with that. Not great for my extroverted <laughs> self, but yeah, I think, yeah, I just really like um, spending time with my friends. We'll go out to eat or i really like like being on the water mm-hmm. um i don't do like a lot of water sports because i've never had like a cabin right. but or, but me and my friends we'd always used to just go to the lakes i'm from st louis park and there's a lot of lakes over there so just going to the lakes and hanging out yeah waiting <laughs> it's very nice yeah yeah so you, will you swim in the lake yeah yeah Whew, good for you. <laughs> I, I want to be able to see my feet. I want to see yeah. what's underneath me. I don't like swimming in the okay. lake. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Get me out in like the Caribbean area mm-hmm. down there where you can like the, see the wa- see the right. bottom. Right. That's nice too. Yeah. That's even better. That's but, yeah. way better. Because yeah. then I, if I can feel something on my foot, I know it's not trying to eat me because mm-hmm. I can see it. Well, or but I there can, are sharks there. Yeah. And well, there's not sharks st- here. Okay. That's a fair <laughs> point. I have no comeback yeah, to that. Yeah. Uh, so growing up in Minnesota, do you have favorite sports teams? Are you like a Vikings fan, Twins fans, or just not into sports? Yeah, I don't really watch a lot of sports. Um, yeah. My dad has tried for with me and my sister yeah. forever, but I've just found that I would rather watch like something else. <laughs> I've been going to the, the Minnesota United games. Um, yeah. I've only been – I've probably only been like four or five times, so I can't even really name – like my favorite player or anything, but I do really like going to those and I'm excited to be able to do that more. Did you go to any Minnesota Aurora games? No, I didn't. Um, but we have a few teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Who are there. And then I, a few girls that I used to play with, but, um, yeah, no, I didn't make it to any this summer. They looked like a blast. My coworkers would ask me like at my internship, they're like, yeah. I'm going to the Aurora game. I'm like, that's so weird. Like I know people <laughs> on that team and you're right. just going there, yeah. but it was they, super cool. I went to a few Aurora games this summer yeah. and it was fun. And it was yeah. fun to see, you know, 5,000 people really buy in and support it. It was a lot of fun. Right. Um, so if you aren't into watching sports, how did you get into soccer and did you play any other sports? So yeah, my family, I'll, played sports athletes and everything but yeah I, I did I'm sure I tried I tried a, like softball whatever but I was basically down to soccer and gymnastics and then I just was just better at soccer I don't think I have like a lot of hand eye coordination so <laughs> um it just kind of happened that way and yeah. I'm not very big so basketball was a bit out of the question yeah I also think I would have been horrible at it but <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just started soccer when I was little and just loved it and yeah. just stuck with it and then landed myself on a team that I loved when I was like 11 and yeah they're there yeah. it was. It was my number one. Thank God for foot-eye coordination. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so you couldn't have been a goalie? No. 
No. No. Uh, as a defender, uh, you guys played well last year mm-hmm. defensively. That had to be a, pr- a proud moment yeah. for you. Yeah. I think that was another reason I wanted to stay. I mean, multiple, but just like I was just really loved playing with the people and defending with the people that I was you know, playing with, I've, um, it just felt so natural, but it was, it was great. Like there's something different, you know, when we go to D1, it's, it's really such a battle Not and it was in D3, but it's just to the next level because these teams will just like, if you have a slip up, they will score on you. It's just one of those things. Like they're really good at maximizing their opportunities. And so it's just like a whole new level of intensity that I thought was like a lot of fun on defense. Uh, when it comes to intensity, do you like to translate that to like what you read, what you watch, or are you more like, I just want to veg out and not yeah. think so, anything? <laughs> I think I've noticed when I watch shows, I'm like an intensity, like, yeah, you're there. You're, yeah, that's yeah, like those are my favorite types of shows. Reading, maybe not so much. Um, but well, I wouldn't even say that because I really like like fantasy like yeah. novels. That I think get a little intense. So are you, yes, are you reading anything right now? Well, right now I'm reading Barack Obama's book, um, Promised Land. Promised Land, yeah. yes. And I just started. I picked up a few days ago, but I hadn't been reading at all like this summer or anything. And then you don't um, have like, to admit that, you know. Yeah, I didn't have to admit that, but I I like to be honest. That's good. <laughs> it's been it's a goal of mine um, for this semester when I have a little more free time. Because I've more. always been a reader growing up. It was like my favorite thing well, to do. And then yeah, did you have a favorite series growing up? Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah all the way. Um, what? So you probably watched all of the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the I, so my son and I are reading the Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. Uh, together I had never read Harry Potter I just mm-hmm. kind of missed it so it, I'm learning about it as I go and they're fun yeah the movies aren't even close to being as good as the books in my opinion yeah I th- I mean yeah I've probably read that series like four times through like that for like two years that was just <laughs> like all I read yeah. um but I do I love the movies that's like my comfort like whenever I go back home like me and my mom my sister are just like we'll watch Harry Potter yeah. it's just like do you have a favorite one? What favorite book, favorite Harry Potter so movie? So it's a really hard question. I feel like when I was reading the books, my favorites were, I loved the seventh book. Um, I think three, five, and seven were my favorite. Okay. Um, couldn't even tell you why. I just loved them. Yeah. Um, and then, you like odd numbers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then for the movies, I guess, I told people this and they thought it was kind of a hot take, but I really love the part one of the seventh movie. That's like my favorite. And I think it's because like, I don't know if you've gotten to that point yet. Uh, we're just starting yeah. book seven. Yeah. I won't say too much, but they, they get out of like, they're not in Hogwarts and they're traveling everywhere. And like, I just think it's so cool and to see like their bond growing and their yeah. problem solving and just around like new scenery and stuff alex that sounds a lot like your soccer team yeah (laughs) i mean not to hit you over the head with that but yeah yeah. that's a nice connection Uh, do you have anything that you're watching or streaming right now so i yeah i just finished stranger things as did everyone right you know in the summer and that was hard to it's hard to come like get a show to bounce back after that because that was just so good i thought that was the best season yet I loved that season. I think so too. I yeah. thought, and the 
especially the last few episodes. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was incredible. So now I've been trying to figure out what my next thing is. I've been watching some Glee because I've never seen it before, <laughs> and it was showing up on my TikTok. Yeah. So I started watching that. Um, that feels like the opposite of intensity. It's the total opposite, so it's not a show that I'm usually like would go to, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. So. There's it's some been drama keeping in there, me I guess. Around. Yeah, and there's some drama. Yeah. And you get to feel the love with the dancing and the singing, and yeah. you guys just did the video. So. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, maybe that inspired you a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, final season for you. What do you want to be able to say when your career comes to an end? What do you want your legacy to be? My legacy? I don't know about my legacy, but what I would say, I just want to say that I enjoyed it and like that I ended loving the game as much as I like could have ever and just to be able to play like I, th- I came back just because I wanted to play as good as I knew I could and like be the best version of myself so just to be able to end on that note and to just be like gosh like that was amazing you know I think that's just my main goal <laughs> yeah well let's end on that note yeah. Alex I uh, really appreciated your time thanks so much best of luck this year thank you